Do you like fantasy football and sports betting? Come join us here at the Parlay Fantasy Football Podcast, where hosts Matt, Shane, and Jason talk about fantasy players, lineups, and sports betting to help you compete and win championships. And of course, some extra cash. Let's jump right into the show. We back. We back for another episode of the Parlay Fantasy Football Podcast. Matt Shane and Jason with you guys yet again. Hopefully everything works out and the internet stays fire right now. So, guys, you guys want to tune into our parlay episode, man. We did we recorded that yesterday. Okay. It's week, it is week four. We are in week four today. We are only talking about some fantasy players, players we like, players we don't like. But first, before we get into that. Thanks for continuing to rep support us, guys. We much appreciate it. Hopefully, we can continue to gain that support and that trust from you guys, and you guys continue to follow and subscribe and all that good stuff. If you guys want to follow us on any of our podcasting platforms, man, head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, the main spot where you guys listen to podcasts. Hit that little follow or subscribe button. Continue downloading episodes, guys. It's helping us out greatly, and we really do appreciate it. If you guys want to follow us on any of our social media accounts, you can follow Shane at Shane Parlay FF, Jason at Jason Parlay FF, and myself at Matt underscore Parlay FF. And remember, guys, we, we said it yesterday in the, in the episode yesterday. If you guys are interested in doing any kind of Patreon stuff with us, um, especially on the betting side of things, man, hit us up. You know what I'm saying? To see if you guys like that idea of getting more bets from us and, and some extra content, maybe a couple extra podcasts. Uh, you know, we might even start our own little fantasy league next year. And you guys can be a part of a fantasy league with us three. Uh, that would be something cool to be to incorporate with that. But the sky's the limit, really. We just can't thank you guys enough for helping us out. So, guys, that being said, how are we all doing tonight? I'm doing great. Glad to be back. Glad to be seeing your beautiful faces. And just ready for football, man. That's right. Just ready for Thursday night football, man. That's right. I'm ready for it. <laughs> I hate this three-day window that we have to wait right. for. It's like, dang. It's like, what am I supposed to do with myself for three days throughout the week? It's like, uh, when's Thursday going to be here? That's right. Yeah. And, you know, I, just to get your quick opinions, just real quick, how are you guys liking the double stack of Monday night football? I cannot stand it. It, it, to, it, it's okay to a certain extent. Like if you are a person that has multiple TVs or you have, you know, an iPad or a computer or something that you can watch and you can watch both games. But I'm telling you right now, son, it is, it is hard to continue to keep track of what's going on with two games going on at once. Right. I think it's better for the consumer, to be honest, just like you said. I think that's what is going on in the NFL's mind is, hey, more games that we can have on certain nights, the more the better ratings that we're going to have. Luckily, there's only one Monday night game this week, so we don't have to worry about that. But yes, I'm with you, especially with the with I have Direct TV and with the cable disputes that they have with ABC right now, it's kind of rubbing me the wrong way. So I have to go figure out a way to get that game if not on my phone. So yes, I agree with you on that point. Not a fan of it, but it's for the consumer, right? Shane, did you have anything to add there? 
No, I completely agree with all you guys. I think it's really hard and inconvenient to watch with the two games going on, especially on Monday when it's such a compacted schedule. It's a little different on Sunday when, you know, there's four games or eight games at one time. Right. You know, the four lines down and the four kicking off. I I understand it. But you know what I what really pisses me off about it is them doing the stupid side by side box where they're both at sixty percent viewing percent and I can't do well. That I get rid of that. Just show me the yeah. one game I'm supposed to be watching and quit <laughs> showing me the other games that I know I could watch. <laughs> it just pisses me off. It's gonna get me heated. Little jackasses. All right, guys, let's jump into let's jump into the episode. News and notes from the NFL. All right, so last week we had some news happen, guys. Obviously, everybody heard the news about Mike Williams tore his ACL. Uh, the news broke, I believe, Monday, Monday, Monday sometime. Uh, so he is unfortunately out for the season. Could be an opportunity for Quentin Johnson to step up and um, kind of show his worth. Josh Palmer, now guys for fantasy, if you need immediate, you know, we talked about this before the podcast. If you need immediate wide receiver help, Josh Palmer's probably your guy this week if you are looking for someone to pair with Justin Herbert or just someone from the Chargers offense. And then Quentin Johnson, I think, is going to be a, a nice target to have on your bench for the long run, especially in um, – I mean, mainly in all leagues, but for later on in the season, I think hopefully Quentin Johnson can show us something. Guys, we had some some. Is ultimate... it Kamara back? Is it Kamara back this week? Yep, yep. Alvin Kamara's back. Kamara's back. Yep, mm-hmm. he is back this week. Uh, it'll be nice to see something from him. Hopefully, he is. I mean, he showed his ass in preseason and in training camp. I think he's going to be just fine. I forgot about him. I forgot about Kamara coming back. Shane, what you got? <laughs> he's like, damn. Yeah, dude, I was like, damn it. Don't I'm, listen to I'm that. I'm only worried that he's back. It's only coming back with Jameis. Or, yeah, Jameis. Yeah. Jameis. I don't love the situation that he's setting in with Jameis as a QB, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. It's week one, so you have to temper, like, week one for him. So you have to kind of temper those expectations a little bit, but. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice to see him see him back on the field. That's right. Um, you know, some guys that kind of underperformed for you guys last week. Uh, obviously, Dallas did not do good at all. I know that uh, a lot of people. I personally had Dak as a fire pick because I solely, with the momentum that he had last week going going into play Arizona, who does not look like a good team at all. I had him as a fire pick. Yep, didn't work out. That did not work out very well at all. Um, you know, there's some other guys that performed above expectations. Sam Laporta for Detroit. Oh, boy. He looks good, boys. He looks really good. Mark Andrews didn't do well for for uh, Baltimore. That team kind of looks like a like a dirty diaper right now. So I think they need to get back on track. Obviously, you guys know Jacksonville lost to the Houston Texans. Jason was pumping his fist. He's all happy. F you, Jason. Um, I really liked it. I really liked the Jaguars, but they didn't look good. So, I, and then obviously, guys, the, the big one is, is J- Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields has not looked like himself at all. You know, if you, if you go back to last year, he looked pretty crappy until about week five. 
then he started picking it up a little bit. Still, as a passer, not that great, but he didn't have weapons, so they went ahead and brought DJ Moore in for him. And everybody expected him to take that leap this year, myself included. It's not happening. It's not happening. I, like me personally, he just doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. Yes, his rushing is good. Go ahead, sneeze, Jason. Sneeze. There you go. Let it out. You could have you left that on unmute. We would have gave you shit for that too. Freaking slappy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but no, Justin Fields hasn't looked good at all. Um, just give me your guys' brief. I, I don't know that he's going to be the quarterback in Chicago next year. I really don't. I don't know if he'll be a starting quarterback unless he picks his team like, up. I think that team is just complete ass cheeks. I mean, he, he doesn't have anybody blocking for him. Yeah, he does have uh, on the side. Play calling's bad. But, yes, he, he's a one – He's a one-read quarterback and go or get sacked. Yeah, that's that's what you're going to get out of him right now, which is kind of shocking after what we saw from him in college. But I mean, it is what it is going on right now. He just didn't. Have, he wasn't set up with the opportunity for success coming out. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's just gun shy at this point, and I think that that's a big issue. I think that the coaches have gotten to him to the point where he's overcoached and he's not playing the game of football. Yeah, I can see that. And. Look, I had him as an ice pick last week, so I feel vindicated, but I still want him to succeed because, you know, he is such a talented prototype quarterback. He's just, it's just not working out right now. I will say there was a rumor slash thought line going on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, that he was going to switch like Amari Cooper and go to play wide receiver if he was officially donezoed. At QB, I mean, what do you guys think about Justin Fields profiling as wide receiver? I think that would look pretty sexy. I mean, the guy's tough. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. I'm sure he's got hands. I mean, if you're if you're an NFL athlete, you you've got some sort of hands. Like <laughs> that's just the way. Unless it is. you're a DB. Unless, well, but still, even some of them got some decent hands. But yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that would be yeah. <laughs> that'd be interesting to see. That would be interesting to see. I mean, thanks for Caleb Williams. Switch Justin Fields to a wide receiver. Just yeah. saying. He yeah. can play Taysom Hill's role. Just do it all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Running back, wide receiver, but like a better, quarterback. A better Taysom Hill. Yeah, much yeah, better. Like a much better. better Taysom Hill. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> That's It's it's really going to be in these next, you know, two, three weeks, it's going to be really interesting to see what unfolds in Chicago um, because you just said tank for Caleb Williams. And I have heard rumors that, you know, the Cardinals, obviously they were – Everyone was saying they were tanking for Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams could go back to college. He he kind of holds his own destiny. He doesn't have to go out to the draft next year. So he, if he don't like who has first pick, I'm just going to stay in school. So play the whole Eli Manning card. Yeah, yeah. nah, nah. ain't going there, fam. Nah, man. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm good, bro. No. So, um, you know, we're hoping to get Anthony Richardson back this this week. He's he looked like such a talent. He looked like the real deal. And I do want to say, you know, shout out to C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud looks like the real deal. He looks like a good, viable NFL quarterback, and I'm loving every second of it. So all those worries that you had at the beginning of the season, Jason, cool your Jets, okay? Because he might be the real deal. All right, son? He's, he's progressed week by week, which is what I was hoping for throughout the season. And he now looks like, 
he's now looking like the best quarterback that was selected in this draft, just just QB wise. AR fifteen is having the best year at the moment. Yeah, I know, just based on his athleticism, but we all could have guessed that based on his ceiling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you guys hundred percent. Um, another player to look out for, guys, in fantasy this year or this week, and you should go get him on your roster because I know he is not rostered in a few leagues, at least that I am in. Um, actually, I think I think most of the leagues I'm in, he's rostered. But go out and get your Tank Dell. Okay, we were a little skeptical about his size uh, going into it, but he has emerged. He has emerged into a hot target for CJ Stroud. Him and Nico Collins, they're the dudes there. Uh, Tank Dell has put up a lot of targets the last couple weeks, put up a lot of yards last week. I mean, the dude, I think, is going to remain as one of a favorite target for, for CJ Stroud. So if he's not on your waiver, go get him. He's twitchy. He's quick. He's fast. He needs to get open. 100%. Yeah, and apparently CJ, apparently CJ told the org to draft that Oh, That's what the rumor is. All right, guys. Let's, let's move into... Let's move into our next segment here. Trust or bust. All right, y'all. Y'all know the deal here. This is our fire and ice slash trust or bust uh, picks here for the for fantasy this week. Who we like, who we don't like. I think we we all did okay on our ice picks last week. I know we all picked Justin Fields as our quarterback to ice. That hit. We'd probably be safe to potentially put him on ice this week, but. He is going to have a boom week, guys. He is going to have a boom week or two, uh, and I do feel like they're coming soon. So I know last week I had Travis Etienne as a fire pick, and he did pretty well. I don't know if you'd consider him a, a an absolute stellar week, but I know he had over 100 yards total in both running and receiving last week. He didn't score the touchdown. Tank Bixby vultured that touchdown from him, so that sucks. Um, Hunter Henry I had as a fire pick. That didn't work out well at all. Jordan Aston, I had his fire pick. Again, not really, didn't really work out that well. He only had like 40-some yards receiving. Dak did not work. So I only went, I went one for four. I went one for four on my fire picks, and I went two for four on my ice picks last week. What did you guys Can have? I, or do you have it in front Kurt, of you? I had Kurt Cochains as yeah. my quarterback to hire. Obviously, Jay Fields was was the ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexander Madison was my ice running back, and he uh, kind of had a week. Tyler Algier kind of didn't show up, and Jordan Madison didn't show up. I will say Zach Hurts did show up. Yep. So, you know, that's that's three and two. I guess three and three. So, and then Christian Watson didn't play. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, we had to kind of take that one out of context. And yeah, I think – yeah, I think the only one that really matters to me is that I had freaking Mostert. And, um, yeah, he boomed last week as a uh, fire pick. Nico old. Collins didn't really. Go ahead. Sorry. What? Just a slight boom. Just a slight boom. Just, I just need to throw that out there. The number one overall RB running back in fantasy football it's right no now, big, It's eh, no big deal. Um, yeah, I had two as a fire. I didn't know that they were just going to just run run it down their throat the entire game, but he still performed pretty well. Oh, my yeah. my only really bad ice was Zach Moss. He yeah. did have another pretty good game, yeah. and I wasn't expecting that, but they are, they really are utilizing those backs in Indy, and their offensive line is blocking for him. So I'm buying Indy running backs right now, which 
hurts me to say. It does. It, it hurts me to just say that name, Zach Moss. Like you, you guys, yeah. if you listen to last week's episode, I think I kind of vomited in my mouth. But, but hey, good call, good pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So this week, this week, um, I'll start, guys. I'll run through my list here, my fire picks, um, and then uh, Shane and then Jason can go. So for my quarterback this week, again, I have. My, my quarterback fire pick this week is Brock Purdy. I know it sounds gross, but I like him at home against Arizona. I think Brandon Ayuk will be back. Debo Samuel, I know, got a little banged up, but he looks good to go. Brock Purdy dumps it to George Kittle, who had a good week. And obviously, CMC's there, guys. I, I really like Brock Purdy this week, especially if you have to go out and stream a quarterback. If you if you have a Justin Fields on your roster and you're like, oh, God, I don't really want to start him again. You have to you have to take that leap. You you cannot be scared to just bench him. If he goes off, then you kind of know something. You'll get a little bit of a, a variant there. But if you have if you have a Justin Fields and you're a little worried, Brock Purdy, it, I guarantee you he's more than likely out there on waivers and redrafts. So go and get him against Arizona. Don't be scared to play him, despite what Arizona just did to to Dallas. Okay, they're playing in San Francisco. Don't worry about it. My running back fire pick of the week is Kenneth Walker against the New York Giants. Just had a nice, nice week. Listen, I think down the road, Zach Charbonnet might eat into his time. Zach Charbonnet has been getting an increased amount of uh, touches, but he's lining up more. He's getting more targets. Kenneth Walker is still the ground-and-pound boy, all right? And he just had himself a week. Giants, I'm not scared of the Giants. I really am not. And I think Kenneth Walker and the Seattle Seahawks are going to go over there and take care of business. So I like Kenneth Walker this week. My wide receiver fire... Listen, guys, it's Drake London. It is Drake London. I just had him on my ice pick a couple weeks back. I know, guys, I know. What is Atlanta doing? None of us really know, okay? Kyle Pitts has gotten an increased amount of targets. Drake London is still getting targets. They're playing at Jacksonville. Well, we just know what the Houston Texans did to Jacksonville's defense. Drake London is an excellent athlete at wide receiver. It is, again, it's kind of gross. It's kind of scary, but I do like him this week. And I, I expect to see about 50 to 60 yards in a tutty, okay? And in my mind, that's a good comp for someone like Drake London. If you have him, you don't even have to put him in a wide Put him in your flex. No, don't put him in your flex because that's the early game. Put him as a wide receiver, okay? He's going to get you some points this week. Drake London, to the moon and back. Shane, you're up. So I have a little spicy one for y'all. We're rolling out with the chef, Russell Wilson, at quarterback for fire. But I also have a little little spice on the side, and that is the red rocket Andy Dalton. Look, the rest is already uh, smashed off the waiver wire. Andy Dalton is a great spot start here. Um, you know, with Bryce Young being out, he showed that he can still ball. And so with that, Andy Dalton is a guy that you should definitely consider starting if you're an immediate quarterback. Good player for running back. Travis E looks damn good. And I don't care that I was low on him in pre-draft. I don't care. You guys can heckle me, but I'm standing by it. When they changed play callers midway through, like at, at second half, they came out and the head coach decided to take over play call. Doug Peterson was like, okay, we're going to give our best at the ball. ETN went for 11, 16, 5, and 17 back to back to back to back. Dude, if you can do that, you deserve all of the fire. Light my fire on my football teams. Travis ETN. I'm getting a little spicy again. At wide receiver, I'm saying rookie wide receivers are my fire picks. And the three I wrote down were Rasheed Rice, Josh Downs, 
Mims and Marvin Mims Jr. Look, I was down on Marvin Mims. He still hasn't gotten the snap share that I would like to see out of him, but he's produced with a limited opportunity. I think that increases. Same goes for Josh Downs. He is eating into Alex Pierce's playtime. He also plays primarily out of the slot. He's getting opportunity. Rasheed Rice basically is going to take over Kadarius Tony's position on the Chiefs football team. So there you go. Those are the three in that order. Rasheed Rice, Josh Downs, Marvin Mims. Boom, lock it in. Jay, what you got, cool. son? Well, so with fire at, fire at quarterback, I am. I know people are kind of worried about the start that he's gotten off to and about that injured calf, but fire at Joe Burrow out on average 300 yards of passing to quarterbacks, and QBs have just been dominating that secondary. And even Deshaun Watson looked good versus him last week. So I like Burrow to have a bounce back week, and he needs to he needs to get the ball to Higgins. He needs to split it around. I he could have a bounce back game this week. I like Burrow. I'm going to stay with the hot hand at running back. I think he's a must start now, guys, against the commanders. Give me Devontae Swift. I like what they're doing in the uh, backfield there. I know he's splitting carries. I'd like the Eagles to stay hot this week against the commanders. So fire him up. The next two, I am going to give you some kind of sleeper picks, I think. I'm just doing this one to make myself feel better about it. Give me Joshua Palmer off the waiver to have Raiders. Secondary has been okay on average, giving up 142 yards out of the air every game. They have allowed a lot of TDs to receivers this year with five total through three weeks. So I like Palmer to be the second option in the offense with the Chargers, so throw the ball around, around Herbert, so Josh Palmer fire at the receiver. I'm going to give a tight end. Not the best matchup, but I like Laporta to stay hot with a long-range. I, I love that he kind of had his breakout game last week. I think he had six catches for over 60 yards in a tutty, so I think they stay hot versus the Packers. Not Maybe not the best matchup, but I think he has a good chance of kind of seeing more target volume. Fun fact: eight catches, eighty-four yards. Eight yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a hell of a week. Oh, the other the other tight end that I would say in that match, Luke Musgrave. Mm-hmm. If you need a tight end, if your tight end was like one of the guys that I'm going to list in my eyes thing, then for sure it's about getting those two. Yeah, I'm gonna hit them through. I'm gonna hit you guys with these quick because my internet I feel like is about ready to go out. So. Uh, my ice picks, guys, I'm going to keep it simple. Quarterback, it's Jared Goff. I know you picked Sam Laporte as a fire pick, but uh, I think there could be a, a little bit playing in Green, in Green Bay. I just have a sneaky feeling that he might not be as good as he has been. So I'm going to ice Jared Goff this week. My running back, Isaiah Pacheco against the New York Jets. I just have a bad feeling they're going to be able to stop the run, the run game here, and it's going to have to be on Patty's arm. So I'm going to ice Isaiah Pacheco, I, I look for Jarek McKinnon to have a better game than, than Pacheco this week. And then at wide receiver, back to the Green Bay-Detroit game. I'm going to ice Romeo Dobbs this week. If Christian Watson comes back, I like Jaden Reed, and I like Christian Watson this week. So I'm icing Romeo Dobbs this week. He had a fairly good game last week, but uh, I'm not feeling it this week. So that's who I am icing. Nice. I will rifle off mine real quick. I have Lamar Jackson, several matchups against Cleveland. That defense is designed to destroy him. Speaking of Cleveland, I'm icing Jerome Ford. He didn't look like the back that we thought he possibly could be. Yeah, he scored the touch. He scored the two touchdowns or saved his fans. But honestly, impressive. 
I'm also including Alexander Madison in that because Cam Akers is going to take that man's job. I might think Jahan Dotson, the man is wide receiver, 101 currently in fantasy football. It is depressing. Sam Howell has not been the guy. And then I am dropping David Njoku and Hayden Hurst off of my teams. Oh, I like that, Shane. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I liked all of those because I am icing for the second week in a row Justin Fields. (laughs) That's pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. You got to show me something, my guy. Um, Running back, I'm icing Brian Robinson against the Eagles. I just, that defensive line there scares me. He kind of had a setback game last week. I don't see him having a good game this week unless he has a goal line vulture touchdown. Then last but not least, Gary Terry. <laughs> I don't see it. Um, same how you're going up against a better defense than you did last week, and you only put up three points. So I think Gary Terry on that. Yeah, I like it, boys. I think that's going to wrap up today's episode, guys. Make sure you guys check your lineups, check your injuries, check your reports, check the news, see if anything went popping or if anything is going on in the league. That's always a good thing. And if you have any questions for us or anything like that, man, feel free to hit us up on all our socials. We're going to be there for you guys. Check our X accounts, guys, because I know Shane puts out stuff regularly. And, um, yeah, we're just going to keep trucking along and doing things for you. And if you have any last-minute lineup questions, Again, feel free to reach out. We will do the best we can to respond to all of you guys. So with that being said, man, until next time, I think you all know what to do. This week, I'm calling right now. Rippy wide receivers are going to go off, man. Chalk them all up. Garen Waller, where are you? MIA. MIA. <laughs> Hit us up if you want news of him. Until next time, bye-bye.